Sit down, strap in, hang on. You're listening to the God Stories Radio podcast, www.godstoriesradio.com. everyone to God Stories Radio. This is session 218. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm not Tina. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> he is a he is a uh, better than adequate fill-in, though. I'm yes, tell you right he is. Now. Tina's Don't. not feeling well tonight. No. Um, poor thing's had a rough week. She needs some prayer. She's been battling some uh, high blood pressure and uh, headaches, migraines, and it's just debilitating when that thing comes on you know all right so all our listeners out there please join us in prayer for tina for yeah we so appreciate that but we're glad we have the two brothers tonight that's for sure yes we are yeah buddy so yes sir well what's going on with you mikey um besides the the new you're not riding the wave anymore you're riding the longhorn dude (laughs) Uh, Mikey is ram tough. It's it was a, definitely a good choice, absolutely. From a '99 Toyota Corolla to a Laramie Longhorn 1500 Ram. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's just prestigious to be able to pronounce that. <laughs> you know. Uh huh. Well, we got any shout outs? I uh, know um, Tina normally does it, so uh, you're in the hot seat. I'm in the hot seat. Are you ready? I am ready. No Facebook likes. <laughs> so if anybody's out there that has not liked us yet on Facebook, please do so, so we won't have this awkward moment. <laughs> <laughs> awkward moment brought to you by God Stories Radio. Ah, but. And Fritz. But. But. There is a but. There is a but. All right. Country number 103. Oh! Europe. Europe? Holy that's smokes. How, that's how they're just listing Europe. it as Europe. I mean, I know there's a lot of countries that are well, yeah. from Europe that are on the list, but this one is listed as Europe. Well, that's okay. We love our brothers and sisters in Europe. Yes, we do. Heck yeah. That's awesome. So it's going to be a little corner somewhere in Europe that's listed and not, you know, as a individual country, it's listed as Europe. Well, listen, do us a favor. If you're listening from Europe, drop us a line at godstoriesradio at gmail.com and let me and Mikey know where you're listening from. We'd love it. We'll shout you out. That goes for anybody out there. I know it. We just love people that send in emails and 
stints from their day and tell us what God's doing and mm-hmm. miracles and things like that. Right. I mean, we'd love to have you here as a for a testimony as a guest. We sure would. So uh, how you do that is if you'll drop a line to God Stories Radio Tina at gmail.com. That's and right. we'll get you booked. Right. And again, we'd love to have you sitting here, but we've had uh, plenty of them, plenty of call-ins. And we've even had to uh, read people that wrote uh, their testimonies. I yeah. remember one uh, from England, Yep. from Australia, Philippines. Those are just some of the ones I remember. Just to name a few. Yeah. And how awesome is that? It is awesome. <laughs> it just blows my mind <laughs> how good God is. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. Well, you're going to uh, introduce our guest who's going to introduce our guest? I can do that. All right. All right. Sitting to my right uh, in Tina's seat is our buddy Ray Flanner, who's been on uh, the show a few times. He is a super fan. Super. Super fan. <laughs> he is uh, a super fan. Yes, He's he is. one of the very few that have listened to every, every single, single one. Every single one. Him and Robert and he Herman. still loves both us. Both of them. You know, I was talking to Robert just the other day, and he tells me, he's like, hey, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he told me, informed me that he actually did. He's caught up and listened to every single one of them. Is that right? Yep. So we have two super fans. Yes, we do. So, do so Ray Fralander is here. Um, he just uh, He's a friend of our guest, uh, a guest that we've been actually uh, talking about and trying to work on for about a year and a half, I'm guessing. Um, and then Ray had, uh, I asked Ray to come on and he decided to ask the guest and it was just going to be the two of them coming in, just going back and forth a little bit and a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And then a couple of days later, he said he was in. So I'm going to let Ray introduce him. Ray, welcome to the show. Hey, hey. Thanks for filling in. Hey, no problem at all. I'm glad I could be here. Um, like you guys always say, it's definitely God's timing. You know, Absolutely. He, his timing is always perfect. It wasn't supposed to be a year and a half ago. That's it, exactly. And the whole thing, the whole setup with Tina not feeling well and me being here to help. And, you know, that's it's it's all the it, little details. Exactly. All the little details. I know it. It's amazing. So our guest tonight is a friend of mine we were just talking about that we've been a little over 18 years wow so we've come a long ways um sometimes we'll go months without talking and then just pick up right where we left off so that's how you know mm-hmm. you you guys are really friends because it's like you never left you know life gets a hold of you kids get a hold of you things go a little crazy you just don't get a chance to talk mm-hmm. and then you get the very blue, few you can call that too yeah right in this lifetime anyway mm-hmm. Yep, so with no further ado, Chris Miller. Yeah. Chris Miller, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank, thank you. For you. That's for, my best DJ voice. Yeah, really. <laughs> thank you for finally saying yes, Chris. Yeah. They gave me a hard time for trying to do Barry White last time. I guess it didn't sound too good. No. <laughs> it turned out very white. It was very white, yeah. Uh-huh. It was all white. <laughs> so Chris, the microphone is yours. Oh wow feeling a little nervous uh well um you know it's all mine yeah you can, here's what we'll do how let's start off with your upbringing there you go how'd you Where come, you come how'd from? you come to know christ oh um well i've been raised in church all my life uh grew up in a pentecostal church and um you know from a young age we've always 
we've been brought up um we were brought up as christians and you know you have that one defining moment where god gets a hold of you and gets a hold of your life and you can remember it and say two by four upside the head i call it yeah something like that and uh you know you get that defining moment that sticks with you and you know you know that that's the moment when i was saved and for me it was um i went to uh, an assemblies of god church camp and we were there and um the pastor that was speaking he just had an awesome message and that night it just hit me you know and, and ever since then i've known the lord as my personal savior and um, i'm glad that i have that relationship that is awesome mm-hmm. and about how old were you uh, about 16 16 okay <clears throat> so you've been there for you've you've known christ for for quite a while yeah i mean even being raised in church you know you, there's you can be raised in church all your life and not you not, know right not have a relationship be, or not know him yes and him not know you exactly that is truth and uh as we all know as fellow christians we're constantly tested you know we've got tests here and there big tests little tests you just never know and um constantly tested oh yeah <laughs> it does say in the bible you will have trouble that's it that's it exactly well it says he'll never give you more than you can handle that is truth that is truth or more than he can handle there you go that's it <laughs> <laughs> so um what are some of the tests that you have experienced in your walk with christ as you uh as you've grown up um you know, I was always very blessed as a as a child and, and growing up with two parents and a and a Christian family and an environment, a family that loved us and um you know, we never had anything rough, we never wanted for anything or um I look up to my mom and dad a lot for the upbringing that they've provided for me and my brother. And um it you know, it, I I think we wouldn't be or I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it wasn't for them and and um, and the way that they brought us up. Um, as far as tests, you know, it, pretty much I, I felt like I had it made all the way up through uh, high school and and uh, you know until I graduated and I went to um, I worked for my my parents' company for a while and my uncle and then uh, I bounced around and a friend got me a job at um what used to be florida power now duke energy and uh i was a substation electrician for him for uh that and another various job i took afterwards for about seven years and i had been there about three years and i made primary contact with 13 kv or thirteen thousand volts 7200 phase to ground and there were 400 amps on this breaker so for us who don't understand Mm -hmm. any of that um the big metal boxes that you see on the side of the road as you're driving in those really big power lines you know that are really high in the air Mm -hmm. those are the ones that carry the high high voltage right and that's what he's talking about Mm -hmm. that's the that's the load the ones that say danger everywhere yeah Yeah. those and what is it it takes half an amp half an amp to kill you yeah and you hit yeah. with 400 400 yeah. whoa and he's talking to us today yeah right yeah. god's bless his me. time was not done no um you know it uh it's been a long journey and, and it seems like every day i learn something new and um you know 
it wasn't too bad at first when it first happened um i uh you know when it first happened it was i mean i can go into detail with it if that's that's what you guys want i mean you know go for it, it. whatever hey, you, whatever feel, you led. feel led that's yeah, really yeah, whatever go you right feel ahead. Led. Uh, okay well um somebody needs to hear it well when uh, it first happened and i hit the slag you know or the rock they think my heart stopped and it started again and i actually got up and i walked um about 50 yards and my hands were just clenched shut and i couldn't open them and i remember them just being it looked like a bad sunburn really it didn't even look that bad and i thought wow god i'm alive and if i'm alive that means they'll patch me up i'll go home everything's gonna be good <laughs> and uh I didn't get nervous until, you know, the, the firefighters show up and they start working on me and stuff and they're laying me down and, you know, they're cutting my clothes off and I'm like, oh, that's a brand new pair of pants. Stop, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, they, they sit there and I think I got worried about the time the, um, the helicopter showed up and uh, my liver and kidneys were shutting down and were failing on me. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it was, um, you know, I'm sitting in a helicopter and you know i think that's the most expensive helicopter ride i've ever had and we're we're sitting there and i'm watching this heart monitor just jump all over the place you know and i'm looking at it and i'm sitting there and i asked the guy i said um i said man i said am i gonna die he's like but we don't know yet yeah. i'm like well okay i didn't want to hear that well, you don't but, have to be honest yeah you know that was a little rough and a little bedside uh, manner but I, I tell you, I had a piece about it. I, I wasn't, um, I, I really had this, I wasn't crying, I wasn't upset. I had a piece and I asked him, I said, um, his name is, uh, his name was Dave Smoniak. I, I remember his name to this day. And um, I asked him, I said, are you a Christian? He said, yeah. And I said, man, I said, uh, would you pray with me? We were praying, you know, and um they got out and we got to the hospital and this this other nurse this flight nurse she's taking me down and I, I said are you a christian she's like no i'm catholic and i said well you people know how to pray in your own way how about you pray for me <laughs> you know? and uh and i'm sitting there you know and i just i know that it's bad and i, I can hear him talking and you know i i just i had this piece and i started uh I started praying and I said, God, and I, I said, you know, I know that you hold our destiny. You hold what, um, you hold, you hold our lives. And, you know, I know we don't make deals with you, but I said, God, if, if you'll let me live, I'll, I'll gladly tell people what you've done for me. And, um, you know, it, it just was something that I, I was doing at the moment. And, and I was praying, and a few minutes later, my liver and kidneys start turning around. And I'm like, oh, man, you know. I said, okay, you know. <laughs> Thank you, God. All right, this isn't my time, you know. And I hadn't seen none of my family yet. Nobody had gotten there yet. And um, this this doctor, and it, it's so funny because anybody who's been in the ER at ORMC, they know this doctor. He's got the worst bedside manners of anybody I've ever seen. And uh, he walks up and he taps me on the shoulder. And, and mind you, this is like just minutes after um, they start seeing my kidneys turn around. And, and mm -hmm. I mean, within within minutes, you know, he taps me on the shoulder. And he says, hey, man, I want you to know I'm going to take your hands 
and he walked off just like that really yeah just like that and no, I will, he didn't. I think I know who he's talking about. <laughs> you, you've been there enough. I've been in ORMC many, 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 yes, many, many, many times. Oh, I'm you know, sure you the, do. With Aubrey, so I, I'm, I could probably describe him, which I will not. Uh, is he <laughs> but, short? Uh, is he short? Yeah. Everybody, oh. Everybody's short compared to Fritz. Well, though. this is well, true. Okay. <laughs> I'm just tall in stature. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, it, it was a it was a crazy thing, and, and I lost it. I just... You know, I was bawling and crying. It's like, God, you know, I don't understand this. You know, I know you're healing me. I know you're allowing me to live this life. But why are you going to put this before me? I said, why, why this? Why now? I said, I don't, um, I don't understand this. And for about, about the last uh, 15, 16, well, it's going on 16 years. You know, I've always prayed, and every time I pray, I say, God, you know, what's the reason for this? Let let me know the reason so I understand. And I don't know the reasoning. I, I don't think it's been fully given to me. I have faith that it will be one day. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the this was his desire for my life, and I decided, you know what, I'm going to make the best of that. And, you know, it was rough. I mean, I spent 40 days in a burn unit. And I was blessed with such great family and friends that I was never alone. Not one moment was I alone. And 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 in fact, I mean, if um, at the time somebody hadn't have been there, um, an artery busted in one of my arms, and I literally almost bled out right there. And it just so happened that somebody was there with me, and, and you know, got help. So that. And I've been tested a few different times under these circumstances that I live under now. Uh-huh. Um, but, um, but in your eyes, you know, when you walked away from that, you like you said, you weren't feeling... Nah. I, I had no feeling of whatsoever. I, I, Just that your, fin- your hands were clenched together or something. Yeah. That's all that I felt. I, you know, like I said, I, I knew that if I was alive, hey... <laughs> I'm blessed. I'm, I'm going to go home. <laughs> that is true. Uh, hey, um, let's give them a little more history, too, about where you were at in your life when this happened. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, things have changed throughout my life and, and years. And um, I had been married for about four months at the time when I got injured. And we weren't. We're, we're divorced now. We're not uh, married anymore. But I believe God has a time and a place and, and, and people in our lives when we need them to be there. Mm-hmm. So I, and I, you know, and, and that was for some reason. But um, you throw that on a first year marriage and it's just, oh, yeah. I mean, crazy. And, and you wouldn't believe the, the things that you'd go through i mean you go from being fully dependent on on yourself and doing things to somebody having to do everything for you and i think that was that was one of the defining moments that hit me the hardest is when i got home and you know i'm 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 at home i'm sitting there and and people have slowed down the, the family and friends have kind of slowed down and you have that month you have you have that time when your mind just wonders you know and you mm-hmm. start pondering you start thinking and 
I, I laid there and I just, I, I was sobbing one day and, you know, I said, God, I, I don't, I don't understand. I, I don't know why this has happened. And I didn't have any prosthetics yet. I didn't, uh, all I had was two half arms wrapped up and, and that was it. And, um, it was, it was a moment that, that came to me to where I was like, you know, all right, God, if this is it and this is what you want for me and this is what you want me to do with my life, then I'll live this life and I'll live it the best that I can. I'll live it the most fullest that I can. I won't let this define me. I won't let this stop me. And everything that I do, I'll know that you've given me the ability to do it and that you're allowing me to do it. And I'll give you praise for it. And sorry, it kind of makes me tear up a little bit. That's all right. Uh, you know, but I kind of looked at it from that aspect and, um, you know, I just, I finally got up and I said, all right, I'll, I'll do it. I'll, uh, I'll do it how you want me to. And I've tried ever since then to do it how he's wanted me to. Um, there have been many tests along the way. I mean, it's, um, I'm sure people who suffer from injuries know that, you know, you get into portions of where, um, course they had me on so many painkillers I, I couldn't even hardly function at the time and um you know that's not a life you know that's not a no. life on those and um you know I, I'm probably a zombie most of the time I'd say you know it was, mm -hmm. a, it was just a state you know but it was a state to be pain-free and I, I do live in pain I have uh, chronic nerve damage and it's it's debilitating at times and um, yeah. a, a good friend of ours, uh, Jeff Pappenheim, uh, had a heart attack 10 years ago. And he was in his, I think he was 40. And he lives now still in chronic pain, as you say. And they had him on a bunch of, uh, what do they call those things? Um, opioids. Opioids. Yeah. And... Um, just weaned himself off it took him a little bit but he just weaned himself off of everything and i watched a little bit of that along the way and that is one strong christian man to do what he did to come off of that and uh but anyway go ahead i, I mean, got people blowing up my phone over here so <laughs> i'm gonna i mean they're, they're controlling i got you know? go chris miller with uh i mean people just cheerleading over here for you and uh cameron alley just said that uh she liked god stories radio so the awkward okay. moment has been next week but i won't be removed well, that's okay i'm gonna shout her out right now okay thank you <laughs> cameron i guess his friends knows oh, you uh very, yeah okay yeah well she says go chris miller and big uh nice right there so nice. i sent her the mixer link so she can listen live and thank you Cameron for the shout out. Appreciate it. That like is so us cool. on Facebook. Hey, um, other than your I was thinking nobody that I knew would be listening, but I'm like, <laughs> hey, okay. <laughs> um, other than the physical, you know, what happened to you, there was some other news that the doctors gave you that you would never be able to do. Oh yeah. Um and you proved them wrong on that. Well, not you proved them wrong, but God was you know, God worked through you and you know Made yeah, things I, happen. I mean, it was, uh, it, you know, it's it's uh, <laughs> it's kind of weird to talk about, you know, but <laughs> I, I was told that 
and I, I don't know why the doctors came to this conclusion or what what kind of test they did to the to determine it but they said i would never have children and um about uh let's see probably about eight months nine months later um my then wife wound up pregnant and uh we we've got three beautiful kids you know that they're all in various ages and they all drive me bonkers but i love them to death uh you know and so god's really blessed me in that aspect it was a it was another thing that you know at the time we thought we never had to worry about it because we were like Uh oh doctor said you can't have kids you know and boom there it happens you know well i just i just i like the part i like the part you know when he says we don't we're not supposed to make agreements and stuff you know ask favors from god and everything else but as soon as he said what he said as he was saying that all of a sudden his uh his kidney and just turned around and i think start. what he said was uh, uh making deals was the yeah making, <laughs> making deals, making deals right. pretty much yes. you know? yeah That's you can make it we don't bargain but you make those deals you know right and he likes i guess he likes when you make a deal because he started healing you right away yeah well i find it ironic that you know the the first thing is you start reaching out to people. Hey, you a Christian? Pray for me. Yeah, really. Yeah. Hey, at that time, I wanted anybody and everybody to pray for well, me. Well, you and, betcha. And Whatever I had it takes, man, I'll praying. tell you. Uh-huh. Yeah, and where I was at at that time, um, I got the phone call from my father-in-law, Steve. Uh, they worked together, and they and uh, Steve introduced me to Chris. Um, brought him over to the house one day. They were working in the area, came over for lunch. I was home. So that's when, we first, that's when Chris and I first met. Well, that day... Uh, my father-in-law called me and uh i was like oh my god so we went up the next day i believe it was on a thursday or a friday it was friday friday so we went up the next day on saturday and we were there and there was more people in the waiting area to see chris and this is a this is what icu is that what they call it the intensive care yeah Mm -hmm. there was more people i mean the place was packed the as far as the rooms go you mean more visitors than patients at that time there was huh? more yes there was more I visitors be, than patients at i that believe time. it everybody was there and there was constant prayer groups going on in the lobby mm-hmm. just you know they'd come out with some news we'd pray you know people would pray in the corner there were people down in the chapel praying there was i mean it was it was look i'm getting goosebumps just mm. uh, yeah, just no, remembering right? it wow yeah. it was really cool so he, you know he reached out to a few and it just it multiplied there right. was just tons of people that well, were, that were I, I had people from all over the state coming to visit me people i I've, I've never met never knew never heard of that you know a friend of a friend of a friend mm-hmm. or a co-worker friend of a friend you know and it just and they were just coming in waves and and um, well you were probably an anomaly at that point you know it's like you don't sur- survive stuff like that right nevertheless you know hit the rock and get up and walk you were on what feet. 12 foot ladder uh, ten foot, ten foot ladder. Foot step ladder. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, I and mean. and you know it's it's crazy. I, you you um I've heard all the stories of of the people that I've worked with. You know that have seen incidents and and you know how bad they were. And I always thought you know okay, this ain't never gonna happen to me. And you know, forgetting the circumstances of. And I guess one of the hardest things I had to deal with was that, you know, not all this was 
the contractor's fault, not all this was the company's fault, but some of this responsibility lied with me mm-hmm. and doing this to myself. And I think that was the hardest pill to swallow. Right. You know, okay, I've, I've caused this, then I'm going to be like this for the rest of my life because of something that I didn't do, a mistake that I made. Right. And that was very hard. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and, you know, going back to, I think the, um, the whole time I was on all the, the, the painkillers and things, I think they just numbed, numbed me from the feelings and, and, and the hurt and the pain that I was feeling. Um, you know, you, you try and get things to make you happy or wanting up, but then in the end, a couple of weeks later, you're not happy anymore. You know, it's just, I, I struggled a lot for that during that whole time period. And, um, we went on a, uh, we went on a cruise with, um, a bunch of church friends and, uh, my pastor at the time and his family and my family. And we were gone for two weeks and on this cruise, they, and no matter how you try to hide this, people see, they know, mm-hmm. you know, and, and of course they understand what you've gone through so that, they, they, you know, they, they're, they're okay with it, but they, they still feel for you and they feel the concern and they're, you know, they, they want you to be better. And we were, I think I uh, was out with some friends and on this cruise and we were going, we ate dinner one night and I was literally sitting there and, and I was standing over the water on this dock and I was half out of it and, and I was just about to fall over. And my uncle had walked up behind me and he grabbed me by my, by my straps and my shirt. And I woke up. I was like, oh, okay. And, you know, I, until this moment, I had never taken anything in my life, any type of drug or medication mm-hmm. or, or things like that, you know. Um, and getting hooked on them was just, uh, it was a killer. And it, it drove friends away. Mm-hmm. It drove family away, mm-hmm. and not because of. Uh, you know, I think that that's a hard thing, you know, when when you see people that get driven away by that, especially when it's not necessarily your choice. Yeah, it's it's the it's prescribed. It's mm-hmm. given to you. Here, take this. Here, take that. You need this. You need that. So you're doing what the doctors say, and you just you just can't function you know like you said it's not a life no. at that point yeah i mean i was blessed enough that um my my folks my mom <laughs> she's funny she does so much research and reading online and things and uh she found this doctor in saint pete and uh of course my folks and and my pastor went down and they listened to him and and uh he puts on these seminars every monday and they came back and you know, they kind of stayed just a little intervention kind of thing. I think I called you right afterwards, right? And I, I you mean, called I was, me before, during, and after. I mean, I was so angry, you know. I was I was angry. I was mad. And I was like, you know, don't they understand? Don't they get this, you know? And um, it it just so happened I went down and, and I let they talked me into going down and at least just hearing him. And I listened to him. And um I was like, man, you know, I just don't think that this is for me and I don't need this. I got up and I walked out of his seminar and it it just so happened that God put one of his head nurses in my path and we crossed paths and 
I started talking to him. We started talking about everything. And, um, you know, it came to a point to where I said I would do it. And we got all everything lined up. Uh, I was so anxious. And, and I believe most people probably are when they're fixing to do something. But um, I went up there and they, they do it in a hospital setting. And I was sitting there and they people that are that they're fixing to do this procedure on are mostly coming down off of a lot heavier stuff than just you know opiates and things like that you know they got heroin you got Mm -hmm. you know and they put me next to this heroin patient and this dude was going off the chain and it scared me i was like no this ain't for me gotta go (laughs) and uh but the uh the doctor came out and he spoke to me he says listen he says um I can't remember the the message that he talked about from his pastor, but um, he said, you know, I I know you'll be back. I know you're coming back to me. He said, "Um, God's told me you're coming back. I said, okay. Well, the very next day, you know, I sat there and and (laughs) pretty much everybody left me at the hotel and uh, I had to ride back with my uncle and my pastor, you know, and I was like, well, okay. And, um, I said, you know what? I said, God, just give me a week. I felt like I was being pressured instead of being in, you know, I felt like it was somebody else's time instead of in my time and what, Mm. you know, and I went back and and a week later, I I went to go get in my vehicle. I was going to go by myself and and go. And uh, my folks showed up and and went with me. I said, we want to go with you. Which I, I was more than happy. I was like, yeah, come on, let's go. And uh, they put me to sleep for eight hours, forced a withdrawal on me, and I, uh, within two days, I was just like I was before I'd ever gotten hurt. And I, in fact, I think I, I saw you raid not long after that. Yeah, the the whole time when you were when you were struggling with that, we'd run, you know, we'd stop and talk with each other. I'd see you in, you know, downtown. I'd stop by your house. I'd hang out with you for a little bit. Um, but I do remember it was probably a week after you did that. Cause we had talked a couple times and no, it was a month. And, uh, you showed up where I worked at and you walked up to me and you said, Hey, guess what? And I looked at you and went, you're not on pain pills anymore. Are you? He's like, Nope, I'm not. And it was just goosebumps again. It was just an amazing, you know, time to, because I know what he was struggling with. I know right. what he was going through. I was, you know, I watched it and, and it was painful. And I, for, for me to watch him, I didn't know the pain that I felt. I know it was four times harder for him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's living it. I just got to see it. But man, when he showed up and I could tell, I mean, it was, it was old Chris. It was Chris before the accident. Like you said, it was just, bam, there he is. He's back. You know, so yeah, it was a it was a pretty amazing uh, amazing time for me to be a part of too. Yeah, I mean, God just put the right people in the right place at the right time for for everything to happen the way that it did, and um, I don't believe it's no small thing that the the doctor we saw. I don't think it's no small thing that he was a Christian and was a man of God as well. And um, you know, I think everything was just divine intervention. Mm-hmm. You know, all the little details. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of details, I want to welcome everybody that's listening live on Mixler tonight. Sarah Flannery, I see you on there. Thank you so much for showing up. You're uh, 
Hubby is quite the co-host. He's uh, <laughs> filling in tonight. Got his DJ voice on. Sounds really crisp and good. And hey, baby. Getting down there, you know. And uh, if you follow us on uh, Mixler, you I can see who you are. And it'd be great if you would follow us on there. That way you'll get uh, a notification every time we go live, usually Thursday at 730. You can kind of count on that. But uh, follow us on there, and then we... Uh, can see who you are and give you a shout out and you can also chat with us on mixler there is a chat feature so if you have any questions or comments or anything feel free to shoot us a comment on mixler now back to our regularly scheduled program <laughs> ray take it away and it's chris miller hey um <laughs> we so you've gone through all of those things and one thing that i'm noting and noticing that never i never really paid much attention to was that you've always had this core group of Christian people just surrounding you and everywhere you went during this whole process you were finding other Christian people the guy in the helicopter you know the doctor that you ended up going to just everywhere you went it was like there was more Christians just coming at you you know, that's got to be, you know, just, I, I can't think of a word for it. It's just got to be comforting, I guess, you know, knowing that, okay, here's these people. They're not afraid to tell me that, yes, they're Christians mm -hmm. and they're willing to pray for me. Right. And and it wasn't, yeah, I'll pray for you. See you later. It was. No, they, they revisited. They came. They, you know, mm -hmm. in fact, I'm still in touch with some of them. I mean, you know, awesome people. And, you know, it's. It's in those moments where things are like that and, and you know people always say that you reach out for god the most when when you're hurting the most you know and i believe probably most of us as christians do that because that's how we're you know brought up and taught you know that, that we, we lean on god for for our comfort and it was really it's really cool just that all these different people in different backgrounds that I didn't know and, and never met before, we all shared a common a common mm -hmm. goal, a common belief, and a, a common thing. And that, you know, God is our refuge. He's he's right. You know, He's the epicenter of everything. And, and well, uh, I think He also saw your faith when you kept on asking people to pray for you. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I. It's hard. I, I believe that was one of the things, you know, it, it was hard to, I really haven't thought about that much until you just said it, you know, that's, that's pretty deep. I think that, that could be, that could be, uh, you know, and it's crazy, you know, the, the people that I've ran into since, I mean, we've been out places, Ray, where, you know, some people ask me, I'll be like, Hey, what happened, man? How'd that happen? You know? And the, the doors just kind of swung open kicked wide open and yeah I'll tell I mean, you what mm -hmm. hey what what well, happened you know and you get to tell that story and it's pretty yeah. cool think back you promised you would yeah well uh, <laughs> yeah. i've tried to live up to that as best as i can he makes good on that stuff you know uh -huh. he actually does there's we can be anywhere you know we could be in a hurry to go somewhere and if somebody asks it's time to tell the story mm -hmm. and he does you he does. bet you bet now you mentioned a while back that you know as you were in your low point where the friends kind of stopped coming and you were left at home alone kind of in your own thoughts 
and you 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 know you were praying and you told God that you were going to live the life that He's given you out the best that you can. Yeah. So, for the people who don't know, you are called you're designated a bilateral double amputee. Is that what it is? Yeah, bilateral below the elbow, double amputee. Double yeah. amputee. So. Chris has two prosthetic hands, basically. So mm-hmm. just below the elbow, he's got prosthetic prosthetics. And uh, everything that I've seen him do, there's nothing that he can't do that I can't do. And he'll sit there and he'll do it. He'll make it happen. There's been times that I've been mean, like, is it's it? slow and frustrating to watch sometimes. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> and, my, my girlfriend sits there and she's like, just let me help you. Let me do it. And I'm like, but, but I like to do it. You, you know. There'll be times I'll call him up and I'm like, hey, what are you doing, man? Oh, I'm putting in a new radio in the truck and I'm running some speakers into the back and then I'm going to change the exhaust and then the oil. And I'm like, dude, why don't you call me? He's like, why? I'm like, oh, yeah. Just so I can come over and watch. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, it was not too long ago. What, I, I dropped the fuel pump and was changing it out I'd there. I'd like to there. have a front row seat for that. He did. We were actually, you know, we replaced one the first time and it ended up being... Uh, something was leaking on the fuel pump. Yeah. And I was like, all right, dude. I was like, you know what? Run it till you can. And then when I get a chance, I'll come back over and help. Like two days later, he comes to the house. I'm like, all right, you got the fuel pump? He's like, yeah. I'm like, where is it? He's like, it's in a truck. I'm like, where in a truck? He's like, in a fuel tank. <laughs> so, so he literally dropped the fuel tank himself, replaced the fuel pump, put it all back up, you know, all on his own. I, I probably do things I shouldn't do sometimes, but you know, I. <laughs> I don't, uh, you got like a Phillips head attachment, and then uh, believe it or not, I do. <laughs> he does flat yep. head, and you know, like a maybe Socket. like a Swiss Army something or other, or ratchets. He, he just uh, that's just he about does, anything. He does. Everything. Yeah, literally. You're not even kidding. No, no he does seriously. everything. Chef knives, spatulas, <laughs> tools, Dude, everything. You got to bring some of those over next time when you come. <laughs> I, I want to see that that's amazing one of the coolest things is is that day that he came by my work you know after he had uh after he had um detoxed and everything and he showed up and i you know i could tell i was like dude it's great to have you back uh he goes well i want to see if you can make something for me i was like all right well what's that so here's another little story uh (laughs) of of him that uh people would not believe Go for it, man. Oh, you're gonna let yeah, I'm going to let you tell uh, it, man. <laughs> Come on, brother. You're blessing uh, us, man. I'll well, tell you, you know, this is this, awesome. This, uh, I've always loved being outdoors and, and, you know, always loved doing different things. And one of my hobbies was shooting. And uh, when I when I got hurt, sold all my guns. I'm like, you know, we'll never be able to do that again. And uh, some years later when, uh, you know, once, once I got detoxed, I... I had this idea and I'm like, you know, I, I, I think I could make this work. And I made one actually. You, you remember it? Oh, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> that just tells you how bad it was. I mean, it, the thing looked horrible, but uh, for, I made it myself. Uh, you know, For a guy with no hands, it was great. Yeah, I welded it up, <laughs> made it, you know, and, and made it fit my gun. I'm like, man, this is cool. So I, I go over, I show Ray, I'm like, hey man, you think you can, what do you think? He's like, man, that looks cool, but maybe we can make it a little better i'm like all right you know and next thing i know there's comes this nice 
pull this shiny thing out and i'm like oh yeah this looks really good well we had all the right tools too <laughs> yeah. we had the press brake and the laser cutter and you know we had all of the the right tools what he made was absolutely amazing for basically making it in his garage right you know it was it was unbelievable and when i saw it i was like oh yeah we can we can we can work with this <laughs> so we ended up doing what five or six of those no we've done about nine of them has it been that many yeah man and uh he's actually got some youtube he's got some youtube videos of him <laughs> you got a patent for some of that stuff I no mean... no i people keep telling me i need to you know i just the money it's just so expensive to get a patent you know and i'm like and to be quite honest you know i i kind of always thought about it like in this aspect it would be great to make money off of it you know and and uh you know well, you know, it's biblical, it you know. It says God will give you witty inventions and ideas. Mm -hmm. and, and uh, Well, I, you know, it was pretty... Don't be scared to run with that, brother. Well, I, it's not that I was scared, you know. My thought has always been, you know how many soldiers have come back from the war that without mm -hmm. hands? And, you know, that's, yeah. that's something they love to do, you know. And I thought, well, man, that'd be kind of cool for them to do. And mm, to I be smell quite honest, I was just going to give it and say, hey, look at this, you know. Try it out. And just because I, I know it gave me back something. And right. if I could give somebody else mm -hmm. that back, that would be great. You know, it'd be awesome. Especially somebody that's done so much for us in our country, you know. Amen to that. Amen. And, there, and there's many other things that you do, too, that, you know, just the simple little things that you wouldn't think about. I remember maybe six months after he got out of the hospital, three months after he had his prosthetics or so, and... We were at the mall, you know, and he's wanting to buy some sunglasses and watching him just like any other person. It was mind blowing, pulling out his credit card, getting his wallet, grabbing his sunglasses, trying on these, trying on those, you know, just constantly just like it, like it was his, his first nature, you know, it's yeah. like, like there was no other way. Yeah. And it's just everything. It's just, it's amazing to watch. It's fun to watch. It's it's comical at times because he <laughs> he's got a great sense of humor well yeah i mean i kind of look at it like this you know all right lord if i'm gonna be like this i'm gonna have fun with it uh-huh and uh you know the day that i made up my mind that i'm gonna live the best life that i can and live it to the fullest was the day i just set my mind well all right lord i'm gonna have fun with it too and i love it when waitresses bring me a hot plate and they set it down and they're like be careful it's hot and I go to grab it, and you know, I'm like, ah! <laughs> and then they, they get all shaken up, or I get to tell somebody, they're like, how'd you lose your arms, you know? Well, I used to be an alligator wrestler down in South Florida. Uh. And, man, it, you should have heard seeing it. You know, the, the people were screaming, blood was squirting everywhere. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, I, I love to have fun with it. And, and I've also noticed, too, a lot of times when you tell your story, when people ask what happened, how you you constantly go back to where Jesus worked, you know, Jesus was there where he helped you, where Christ helped you out, got you through these times. Mm -hmm. you, you constantly let them know what got you through. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like that. Um, it's, it's one of my favorite poems. Um, you know, everybody knows it. The, the poems about footprints in the sand. Yeah, right. you bet. You know, and it's yep. my, my grandmother used to have it on a frame in her bathroom when we were little and I would always read it when I was in there and I love that poem and and just for the simple fact that you know through these 
hard times of my life, and I know there'll be many more. I know they're not over with. You know, I know that that God is carrying me through. You mm-hmm. know, and it it gives me goosebumps when I stop and think about it, and, and I'm sitting there going over the poem in my head. But it's um, yeah, it's one of my favorite poems when I think about it. And God has brought me, He's brought me so far. Um, you know, there's there's things that I didn't think I'd be able to do that I can do. There's there was a there was a gentleman. I had gotten out of the hospital, and uh, he was a lineman from Texas, and he had lost his arms at his shoulders, and somehow a friend that I went to church with, he's, I call him my uncle, he's, he's, he's like my family, and uh, he somehow got a hold of this guy, he was in the uh, Pentecostal Evangel, and they did a story on him, and, and when he heard about me, him and his wife got in their car, and they drove out and drove straight out to come see me and we sat there and uh his wife and and my wife at the time sat there talking and him and i went for a walk and we walked for a couple hours you know and i was asking him things he was talking to me about things and he said you know he said god told me that i needed to come see you and uh, i said okay and uh, he said god wanted me to tell you that He's not done and that you're going to be able to do everything you used to do and more. And, you know, at the time, I, I didn't believe him. I yeah. I looked at him and I said, man, I said, I, if, if that's what God's saying, I'll, I'll listen. But I, mm-hmm. I can't quite say that I believe it right now. Right. And, uh, you know, faith is it's the evidence of things, the belief of, you know, mm-hmm. not seen. And, right. uh well, the first thing yeah. that would have hit me on that was that he, God sent him to you. Yes. And if I was you, I would have, whoa. Oh, it, it blew my mind because uh-huh. I was like, wow. I mean, it certainly was something to pay attention to. And um, But in your current situation, there was still that, that oh, almost yeah. doubt. Absolutely. That, like, really? Like, I mean, yeah, you yeah. got to think. I, I, I was just out of the hospital. I had no prosthetics. And he's missing his at his shoulders. And I'm sitting here looking at everything his wife's having to do for him. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking... Oh wow, uh, you know th- this is what life is going to be like, and I haven't talked to him since. I can't even tell you that I remember his name, mm-hmm. but I remember the message he brought. And, you know, that's wow. an angel there. Yes, uh-huh. and they left and they went straight back to Texas. Wow, it was, it was now. Can you just that is just amazing to me that. Not only did God speak to that man and say, you need to go talk to him, right. but he listened. He said, and another guy in the same situation as, as Chris said, yes, sir, here but we the, go. He came from Texas. Right. That's that, at least, what, a day's ride? At least. Oh, at least, yeah. Not at for least. an angel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> huh? Not for an angel. Not for an angel, no. That no, guy, that guy was, that was, <laughs> that was phenomenal. That he was just, an angel sent from Christ right uh, away. I absolutely. firmly believe that. Yeah, right. Without a doubt. Because like you said, he remembers the guy in the helicopter. He remembers the doctors. He remembers everybody's name. Everybody he's dealt with. Except one. Yeah, right. Yes. I mean, so. Winky dink. Right, exactly. <laughs> Look, I got goosebumps I've never really, again. No, I've right? never really thought about it like that, but that's the truth, yeah. Uh-huh. That's well, that's of... one of the th- beautiful things about us getting to, to hear these stories is you see God in all the little right. details. And right. we've learned to look for those little details, and you just, mm-hmm. it's just a mind blow. The cool... know, my, mine's been 13 years, 
And recently, in the last few months, I look back, and I would not have made it this long if I didn't lean on him and his strength Amen. each day. And I ask for it each day to be in this journey that he has me on that day. I, I think that's, yeah, I, I know that there's, there's no way that I would have come where I'm at now. I don't tell many people this cause I, you know, I'm a little, um, I've, I've told you before, you know, but this is, this is just, um, man, I, wow. You know, there, there was this moment after, uh, I got hurt and, and I, um, I had had my prosthetics a little while and, and, you know, and I can't say that I ever thought that life would just, life is too hard. I, I just want to give up. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I went down. I went down to a lake, and I sat there for a while, and I was just looking at the sunset. And I figured, you know, I don't want to be a burden on anybody. I don't know if I want to live life like this. And uh, I thought, you know, God, you brought me this far, but I just don't know if I can do this. And I sat there, and, and I had just this sombering moment that, you know, I thought life would be better if I wasn't here. Mm-hmm. And I can't explain it other than the immediate thing that I felt was, man, how selfish of you. How selfish mm-hmm. of you to do something like that, to even think about something like that when, look what I'm doing for you right now. Mm-hmm. And look what this would do to your family and your friends when you know i had this feeling that i had this feeling that man how selfish could i be to do that what you know and and i wanted to um at the time i I just laid it down and i i said all right god i'm you know i'm not gonna I'm not going to do this, all, but you're going to have to help me because I, I, I can't. It's a struggle every morning when you wake up and you know, hey, reality's about to check in and you got to strap arms on, mm-hmm. you know, to, to get into doing things. Um, but I don't have those. I don't have those thoughts anymore. I don't have the. You know, I have the the thoughts and the uh, I have the thoughts that God's brought me this far. He's not left me yet. He's not going to leave me, and, mm-hmm. and I'm going to continue going. And um, you know, it, it's uh, when I get to when I get to tell people what He's done for me, it, I'm happy. <laughs> it that's makes the me best, the happiest. That's the best part of it. It's like God, who am I going to talk to today? Yeah. yeah. Who are you going to put in my path today? I've yeah. had crazy people come into my path before, you know. I believe it. Uh huh. But I don't. I don't think those were your thoughts. No, those were the devil's was, thoughts. That was the devil playing right. with my mind. Mm-hmm. But what? But what you heard? I think that was God speaking to you directly. Why? What are you going to do? I brought you this far. You know what? You you think I'm not going to deliver you? Come on. Yeah. You know, have faith in me. Here we go. 
And, I, and I'm talking, like I said, from somebody that's raised in church that, you know, th- this isn't our belief system. We don't believe in things like this of, of, you know, leaving this world behind and things like that. But, um, you know, at, at this particular moment, you know, I, I, I don't know why the devil was messing with me so hard, but, um, well, he didn't want to be you doing something like this. Well, yeah, no, he knew the plans yeah. that he had for you. He wanted to cut that off. Right. You know, he wanted to get you, you know, isolated and to yourself. And he tried his best. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. that's an old well, trick. Yeah. I mean, you know, the testimony, that's what it is. It says in the Bible, you give your testimony and. Well, you, and I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. I'm like, I, it just, this thought came to me. And Ray, Ray knows this. This is, and we're talking about this, you know, what I'm just talking about. But I find it so interesting that the number of days I spent in the hospital was 40 days. Uh, ah, no, you, coinky dink. Yeah, that's a big coinky dink. You know, that's, no. uh, if that's were you, not Were you 33 when this happened? No. Oh, no. okay. Well, I, was 20, I was 21, actually. <laughs> but, 40 days. Yeah. 40 days. Look at there. Mm-hmm. Wow. That doesn't Out of the thinking. wilderness he came. Yes, he did. Ready to go. That was... Just Definitely amazing. Wow. For you. And Mike's a big number guy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I figured you'd get a kick out of that. Oh, I, I do. <laughs> People that understand the relevance behind it. Yeah, they're you like, bet. oh, wow. You know? And mm-hmm. yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, and we were kind of talking a little bit about the things that you do, you know, on a daily basis. Like, nothing's ever slowed you down. You keep, uh, you keep doing everything that you want to do. You like you told God, you know, I will live this life that you've given me to my fullest abilities. And being your friend, I, I, I can see that. You know what I mean? You know, I'm sure there's days that you feel like you're not fulfilling. You know what you right. what you've told Christ. Mm. But in a as a whole, I I can see you do that. You know, all the time. And you know when when we're out together, when we're you know. Well, you, uh, you know, you call me. Yeah, I mean, you, and you know what's cool about that is that, you know, okay, I've got these these three little young ones in my life that range from four to thirteen, and that's fourteen now, fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I feel old, but um, I've got these kids that range in these ages, and you know they keep me on my feet and I, I don't want them ever saying my dad gave up my dad quit mm. you know I don't and I I want them to know you know that that the reason I believe what I believe in, and I'm here and doing what I can do it's by God's grace and and um, you know I don't ever want them to say I can't mm. you know and so it, it kind of motivates me in a way kind of pushes me to where I don't um I don't want to give up on things. I want to do things, and I'll at least try anything once. <laughs> if right. I can't do it, I mean, well, I can. I can tell with him sitting here that his spirit is. It, it's not where you would see, or you generally see most people out there yeah. that are down in the dumps. Yeah, you can tell by his spirit. Quite the that, opposite. Uh, quite the opposite. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't think I ever get down in the dumps, do I, Ray? <laughs> no, no. Um, <laughs> Every day's a bonus, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
towards the beginning, there's a couple times you and I had some phone calls where, you know, I'd have to. Yeah, but we all do that. We Like uh, Fritz likes to say, I had a pity party for one. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know? Yeah. Yep. And he'd talk give, me off the ledge. Yeah, he'd give me a shout and I'd talk to him and I'd be yeah. like, dude, come on. You know, and it's that just voice on the left shoulder. You got to. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And by the time we hung up, he was like, mm-hmm. he's like, you know what? Cool. Thanks, man. See ya. Mm-hmm. You know, there we go again. But uh, sometimes we just got to be reminded of our purpose. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and well, exactly. it's a defined purpose for him. I mean, <laughs> it's right. funny Whoa. you say that because I, in my mind, I still can't see that defining purpose because I, and I pray all, all the time. and say, God, show me show me show me what the purpose is show me you know and i've had people that tell me you know whoa you're an inspiration man don't you realize you do this you do this and I, i'm not bragging on myself when i say because uh-huh. i'm not that type of person am i right nope uh, but you know when, when people tell me that i'm like wow i don't see that you know mm-hmm. and um when i that's because it's not you; it's Christ. Exactly, and you know, I can I can attest to that because uh, I had problems seeing things that were right in front of me, and I asked the Lord. I said, "You know what's going on? You said in your Word that we would do greater things than even you did." You know, and then he, you know, he's up there laughing, going, "Okay, GSR." <laughs> I went, "All right, you got me." You know, we talk, and I talk into this microphone now, and we're heard in over 100 countries. Now, Jesus couldn't do that. You know, he preached in the synagogues, and and I'm just like, oh, holy smokes, you know. (laughs) We really are doing greater things. Mm -hmm. Well, I think, you know, and and it's it's always been the verse that I've, I've kind of put with my story because it's, it's a lot, it, it meant the most to me. And uh, I was reading my Bible when I was in the hospital, and I sat there, and you know, was, I came across you know Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, other and, plans. Oh yeah, and uh, you know that right there, I said, God, I said, okay, you know the plans you have for me, plans to prosper me, not to harm you. Yes, and I, I said, all right, show it to me, show it to me. And there's been ups, there's been downs. Always will be. But uh, I have never felt forsaken or left behind. I've never felt. Amen. I've never felt alone. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's Man. Awesome. Wow. Yeah, it's like, boom, my God. Golly. <laughs> I mean, my mind was blowed at the fuel pump story. I mean, come on. <laughs> I get a visual of that. I can't even do that. Well, it's like we were talking before. I mean, like I said, I try things every now and then that I shouldn't try, you know. I tried trimming some trees with a wood chipper, and that didn't turn out too well. <laughs> the, the, the very first oh, arms that I had, man. they literally <laughs> ate them up. And the workman's comp people are like, what did you do again? <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. Not just that, but you've you've retained your personality as well. You know, Amen. From, be, from before to now, you know, wherever he can throw a joke out, you know, we... We were at um, Cracker Barrel, and and there, there was a gentleman who had one prosthetic arm, and he walked up to him and tapped him on the shoulder and said, "Excuse me, sir." And the guy turns around. And he goes, "Yes." He goes, "I've got you beat." He's got two got prosthetics two. arms. He's only got one. So, uh-huh. 
but it was a great introduction. They started talking. They started, you know, sharing Christ and all that good stuff. You know, it was it was just that's how he does it. You know, that's how he mm-hmm. gets in there and starts to share the word. It it it's open doors that I mean, oh, sure it would. I, I've never been and I've always been very outgoing. Um, you know, even when I was in high school and and my brother is more of an introvert where I'm more outgoing and and I'm just friendly guy. I don't meet a stranger. And, um, you know, this, um, I'm trying to think of the, the, oh man, I'm sorry. I'm having a brain fart, but you were with me. Um, but I, I try not to, anytime that a door opens and, and these doors that before I never would have walked into a gas station and a guy who's getting a drink out of the next freezer over, you know, I would never just talk to him and but now he's looking at me and he's saying wow man what happened to you you know and it just opens the door mm-hmm. well you and, god gave you instant street cred man or, you, uh, <laughs> i mean i'm doing something that it, it's no small feat for me to do anymore i mean you know take my wallet out or you know answer my phone it's it's no small feat it's easy and but somebody would be like wow mm-hmm. you know and I think those are the the moments that I'm blown away the most when I see these things as little tiny things and and I feel that God's helped me to look at it that way and these people see it as big things Mm -hmm. and to them if it's big to them and if God's in the middle of it it's got to be something great amen right there yeah buddy wow you know who knows you know, yeah. he can see around the corner. Yeah, really. The infant and infant, you know, thought process, you know. And he just gives us the next step. Yep. Yeah. That's where the faith comes in. Mm-hmm. Preach it, brother. That's it. <laughs> Come on, Ray. I'm going to shout you down. We'll break into George Michael here in a little bit. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got to have... No, just Fight the fight. The. <laughs> we, we probably wouldn't sound too good singing that. Oh, there we go. Oh, Sorry about that. All right, so Chris, God Stories Radio is the king of the shameless plugs. Do you, <laughs> do you have anything that you would you, that's going on that you would want to plug? Well... You know, I've always wanted, um, I've always wanted to try to get into to sharing my story with people, you know, and um, you just did to 103 you countries. Started good there, bro. <laughs> you mean I just shared to 103? That's pretty awesome. Yeah, but I, I mean, you know, I've always wanted to do that. I, I felt that there's a story to be told that, you know, and I kind of feel like. I kind of feel like Moses sometimes. I don't have the words to say, and I need an interpreter because it, it comes out all jarbled. I jump around and, you know, but if, if I could do anything and and it'd be my passion, it'd, it'd be to, to share what God's done for me and to, to share my story with people. Mm-hmm. And if anything, even if it helped one person or, or it helped one person see Christ through it, it sounds like it already has. Yeah. And and he gave you your story. Yeah. That's the story he gave you. And I know it's not it's not finished. It's not done no. being written. No. And uh, God's put a lot of amazing people in my life. And, um, he usually does when he wants to bless you. Yeah. He brings yeah. people into your life. It's amazing. Yeah. 
Wow. <laughs> That's impressive. I got to call you out, Ray, because your, your wife's... <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, I was talking about you being such a good co-host, and, and she says, yeah, he's a jack of all trades. Yes, he is. And <laughs> master of none. <laughs> then she... She just post, uh, please don't let Ray sing. He's not a jack of that trade. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Couldn't wow. carry a tune in a bucket. <laughs> wow. We have fun here on God Stories Radio. Yes, we do. Amen. We love our listeners, and uh, we love you, brother. Well, thank, thank you, you for coming out, man. Yes, you are truly an inspiration, yes, and I'm so glad absolutely. you're not ashamed to, to I, tell people what God has done for you. I appreciate you guys having me. You are now officially part of the gsr family yes you are got that right brother <laughs> have you liked us on facebook no but i will all right <laughs> we'll save it for next What's week What's next week yeah, yeah. there you go <laughs> well, next week we'll have ray back for uh the shout out next week so and the shout out for facebook's likes coming next uh, week is it gendron huh gendron is next week is he oh bob yeah no the daughter oh yeah i guess so yes well, all I can do is hope and pray that my testimony touches somebody and it, and it blesses them. That's that's why you're here. Yeah. He chose this time because someone out there or someone's out there needed to hear what you had to say tonight at this time. Amen to that, Not Mike. a year and a half ago, this time. Yeah, because yeah, uh, when I told Mike, I said, uh, let me see if Chris wants to do this. So I called Chris up. And it was emphatically... Yes. Yep. Let's do it. Where before it was like, oh, yeah, I'd like to do that. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be all right. That'd be cool. But this time it was, yeah, let's do it. You know, and I have found out with with certain guests over time, it is seed time and harvest. You know, you may ask. Right. And it might be no for two years. Mm -hmm. We've had many of that. I've had people just come forward and go, it's time. I need to book me. You know. Yeah. Mikey called me out solid what three times during the one you know fifth fifth anniversary you know five-year anniversary we have a three time and out policy he did he did all three in one show he booked me right right then right there (laughs) well it's funny you know you mentioned that the other night when you called you know it was sitting there and and it's funny like i said on spur of the moment things you know and you just call somebody they don't have to look at the calendar they can just oh it's thursday night yeah i can do that you know and yeah, because I even asked you, right, yeah. do you have the kids? Do you have this? Do you have that? You're like, nope, everything's clear. Everything's clear. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I was talking to my girlfriend. I said, what do you, actually, what do you It was think? actually supposed yeah. to be Ray and Sarah. Oh, wow. God put it on my heart to call you. Right. Wow. That's mm-hmm. I can boy. see why now. I am. Uh, it's all his timing. Because, oh, yeah. Because Mike had spoke to me previously about having Sarah and I on. And I was like, yeah, that'd be awesome. And then when he called me up and he goes, hey, what you guys like to do next Thursday? And I said, hey, uh, what if I call my buddy Chris? And he's like, well, okay. And, and I could tell he already, you know, Mikey already had like. Well, the texts were already flying because Mike had texted me and said, we're in for a treat this weekend. You know, <laughs> like, all right. And I could tell that when I told Mikey that he was kind of like, because uh, he was already thinking about Sarah and I. And, you know, yeah. when I said Chris, he was like, well, okay. So apparently God kind of said, let, hold on, Mikey. Let's see where this goes. Yeah. And, and it went well. It did. As soon as I called Chris, he was like, yeah, let's do it. And here he is. So God's timing's perfect. He, it he, is. He, he put, knows. He put all the dots together. Well, oh, he yeah. did. And like I said, we don't know the ones out there that needed to hear this exactly tonight for whatever reason, but they're there. Yes, they are. Well, we've had a bunch of people on Mixler, and we've had some people follow us on Mixler now, and uh, I can see Cameron. 
Welcome to the GSR family hey, and Cameron. following us on Mixler. And, and he's hey, been Cameron. chatting with me, and uh, he just wants you to know what a wonderful job and what a blessing you are. I said I would pass that along. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, he's got an awesome testimony, too. So you guys should uh, talk to him sometime. Well, you you know him. Have him call us. Yeah, I'll do that. Hey, you're part of the family As now. As a matter of fact, I got new cards. Did I show them to you? Ooh. Yes, you did. I got a couple. <laughs> I have to make sure I pass them out. Yeah, I got a box over here for your convenience. So that means you've got a box and a box and a box. I whoa, that, guy, that was heavy. Oh, that's mind blowing. That was a heavy revy right yeah. there. <laughs> Man, guys, we could sit here all night. Oh, yes, got, we could. I got enough coffee. I'll tell you that much. Uh-huh. But, uh, it's been in about an hour fifteen. Yep. So, uh And that was session two eighteen. Yeah, and if uh, if this is blessed, you drop us a line. Godstoriesradio at gmail dot com. Yeah. We'd love to. Hear your comments. I'd like to just hear that I didn't bore you. <laughs> right. I'm going to tell you right now, Chris. Nobody's left. Everybody's on. Oh wow, that's so, pretty amazing. Uh, there has nobody awesome. uh, logged off that I'm aware of. So, wow, amazing. Thank you, Father, for waiting for this time. Amen to Amen. that. Amen. Amen. And thank you, Ray, for coming, yes. filling in for my wife. We appreciate the prayers and support and. Uh, can well, I put you on speed dial for uh, just in case? All right. It's been my absolute pleasure, and I, I, I told you. You're really a natural, bro. I'm I, telling you. I, I'm just sitting watching this thing unfold. I'm like, wow, this is really good. But God put this man in my life I'm for a reason. I'm just going to shut up. Man. Absolutely. So. And, and same with you as well. God, God put you in my life for a reason, too. So this we, is, you know, those people you can count on one hand anytime. Yep, that's one of them right there Absolutely. for me. Absolutely, amen. I that. see him in Who action. Was that one for me? <laughs> I'll tell you what, he's never left my side. You know, when I walked in to celebrate recovery, I was tired. Mm. That was my night. Mm. And uh, we'll explain that to you when you. Yeah, I'd like to hear yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. It's very good. fantastic session two eighteen, and it's uh, just been a just been an absolute pleasure to have you chris yes sir thank uh, you chris will you promise to come back and and uh, update us as you know your book deal goes through and (laughs) the the movie happens and all that we wouldn't that be awesome will you remember us little people and and (laughs) come back and uh do the show i would love to i'm glad you guys allowed me to come amen to that we're we're always uh we're always game for anything like that and we're just glad to be your Hopefully, your kind of starting point, your launching yeah, point. Yeah, really. You know, for your, for your I would story. like to, yeah. So we're like just going to pray about that and, and join forces with you, and just we're just going to believe it's going to happen. And now he has this that he can fall back on because it's going to go on our website Yep. before tonight's over. Well, all I can ask for is people pray for me as they're out there and doing their own prayers, and, you know, they, they pray that God opens the doors and puts me where I need to be. I have no doubt in my mind those doors are already built Mm -hmm. and ready to open. I'm telling you what, man, there is no stopping this guy. Nope. Father's the limit. (laughs) 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 All right, I did say we were going to quit, but (laughs) (laughs) just love you guys. Uh, Thanks for coming out. Uh, Thanks again to Chris and to Ray and... Thank you, Sarah, for being on there. And uh, Cameron, thank you for following us as well and chatting with me. And uh, I see somebody else on there. And if you follow us, I can see who you are. But uh, but thanks for being on. And uh, like I said, nobody's left. 
So it's been great. But that about wraps it up for session 218. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm not Tina. <laughs> That's Ray Ray. God bless you. God bless. Thank you. You went down one of those roads Nobody should have to go Life sure got real, real fast You couldn't see your way out Your world was under a cloud All you could feel was helpless You didn't think you could do it Oh, but you got through it You kept faith when you didn't have a prayer Found hope when it wasn't even there Up against the impossible You just wouldn't back down Sun. Uh-huh.